so excited for this podcast episode because it is the first guest on Standout Style. And this guest I hold very near and dear to my heart because she is essentially the entire reason I started my business. In this episode, Tracy Harris, founder and coach of Mums with Hustle, talks to us all about how she mentors women to show up with confidence through their brands on Instagram. We also talk about her own journey of finding her personal style and how that has drastically changed over the years. Welcome to Standout Style, a podcast that tears down the uncertainties of style, fashion, and inner confidence. I'm your host, Camry Hill. I'm a personal stylist, digital entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three. I'm totally obsessed with helping women exude confidence from the inside out. In this podcast, you will hear style and wardrobe tips, as well as incredible stories of women who are out there showing up as their most confident selves, style and all. Tracy, thank you so much for being the first, I can't believe you're my first ever guest on Standout Style with Camry Hill Styling. So as my first podcast guest, I was just before we hopped on and started recording, we were just talking about how you're so excited to be my first guest, but I wanted to tell you why you're my first guest and how I actually waited. And I was like, I've got to wait till Tracy gets on the podcast. So we'll just little sort of a recap of, you know, my first ever time finding you online on Instagram and then finding your podcast. So didn't even know what podcasts were, you know, many, many years ago. And then found you and started listening to your podcast, which um, kind of started out to be a huge uh, obsession for me. So I'm a like podcast obsessed now. So I listen to many, many podcasts every single day, um, but yours was the first. So I just felt like this was the right person to sort of launch Standout Style and the person that has not only you know, mentored me for the last four years in business. So it just felt like, like I said, a full circle moment where I'm just so grateful to have you here and to have you on the podcast. So thank you for coming. (gasps) Well, congratulations, Camry Hill, on everything that you've achieved, but on launching a podcast, it does take so much bravery and vulnerability to put your thoughts out there in audio form. I can't tell you how many people actually cringe over the sound of their own voice, (laughs) you know, or is anyone going to listen or who am I to say this? And there's so much self-doubt that can happen, but I know you're doing this because you care so deeply about your community. Um, I have had the honor and privilege of being your mentor for the past four years. So when I say that you care about your community deeply, You care so much that you're willing to put your own fears aside to help them, you know, feel better about themselves, experience the fullness of of life and motherhood and be themselves. And I'm excited to contribute. Thanks for having me as your first ever guest. That's like, oh, I'm nervous about that. (laughs) I hope I do this justice. Oh, so, you you know, you're amazing. I'm, I'm very happy to sit by your side in the first episode. Thank you. 
When I thought of this podcast and what I wanted it to be, Standout Style came to my mind as women who have stood out to me in the online space, in my career, who have stood out to me as just women who have their own standout style, who are, you know, just confidently in this world, giving to their communities and succeeding in their careers and just being such an example and role model for me. And you were the first person, of course, that came to mind when I thought of those things. So um, just to give my audience an overview of who you are, Tracy, and what Moms with Hustle is, I would love to just start there um, and ask you to share with our audience who you are, what you do, and how you got started in the online space and online business world. Oh, well, it's a big question. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I do, (laughs) but I am an online business coach and marketing mentor to mums in business and primarily mums who are growing businesses from home. And so I teach them a variety of skills and also confidence uh, to show up in the world, to grow their business in a way that honors the impact that they want to have through their work, but also their family values, because you can be a mum and have a wildly successful, beautiful business. We can do both. We live in that era where we're so blessed that that is available to us. I really enjoy teaching women the skills and the confidence to actually show up with their brand on Instagram and how to really build a community and an audience for themselves on that platform that has that audience then wanting to work with them. So that's one of the ways in which I help them. But I also help women grow and scale their own digital businesses. And when I say that, I mean their own courses, their own memberships, um, you know, having their own podcast. And at the moment, I do that largely through my inner circle mastermind. And that's a very small coaching container where I do that. But yeah, there are some other new exciting things coming out this year too. But I just want to see more women, you know, creating a business from home and knowing that it doesn't have to look any certain type of way. It can look how you want it to look. Um, But we do need the community and the support of one another. Because when you're working from home, like pretty much everybody has had some experience of doing that now, even if you don't have your own business, chances are you work from home and you know how distracting it can be. You know that no one is there to make you do the work. You know that it can be really lonely and isolating. So you need that support. You need that motivation. You need people to bounce ideas off of. So finding community is really important. And a large part of what I do is providing that community for support, for ongoing um, motivation, for collaboration, all of that. So if you're a mum in business, come and follow me at Mums with Hustle because I'd love to support you in that too. But yeah, that's kind of what I do. And I can't believe it's been over six years. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Six years. Yeah. I was trying to think of when did I start listening to your podcast? And I'm like, I can't even remember. It's been so long now. So, you know, I think, I think I resonate with you so much, Tracy, is because I feel like we're in the business of giving back 
and we're in the business of giving women women confidence. Like we do that in such different ways, but we're so incredibly passionate about passionate about it. And we love to see other women succeed. And that's where this podcast for me is like, okay, I want to give women that same example of, you know, Tracy, you have been in your business for, you know, what feels like forever and you're doing amazing. And in a lot of people's eyes would be extremely successful, right? But there's so many women who are at that starting point where you would have been many years ago. And feeling so much fear and anxiety around showing up in their business and showing their faces online and promoting themselves. It's a scary thing to do. So what would you say was your sort of biggest fear back in those early days of showing up in your business? And how do you think you've really overcome those fears, you know, over the years? What do you, what would you say has been like a helping way of getting over that anxiety? Yeah, well, when I started, there was no Mums with Hustle. There was no online community for me to go to. There was no social method society, you know, full of ladies marketing their businesses on Instagram. I felt really alone. (laughs) And so because there was no community, I had this obsession to build that community for all of us together. So Although I introduced myself as, you know, a mentor and a coach, I don't feel like I'm necessarily ahead of people. I feel like I'm walking with everybody and we are in this together. It sounds so corny, but we truly, truly are. And one of the things that terrified me at the beginning, because there was no pre-existing community for mums in business or a membership to be a part of where people are so eager to collaborate, I had to put myself out there and go and explain to people six and a half, seven years ago what a podcast was, why I was creating it, why they should give a damn and listen, and then have the kahunas to go and approach women to come on this said podcast. Again, first always having to explain what a podcast is, then getting to invite them on and not knowing them. Not, you know, having someone introduce me to them first because I didn't know anybody in the space. I was a primary teacher. I came from that background. I didn't have any business connections. So everything was from scratch. Every single outreach, every single guest that you can go and look in the back catalog of the Mums with Hustle podcast is someone that I had to reach out to myself to pitch this podcast, to position the podcast as an opportunity for them as well. Fortunately, the women that I approached are like you and I, Camry. They are very impact driven. So when I explained the premise of the podcast to them, they were like, I want to be a part of that. Now, not everybody was even replying to my outreach. And that was very disheartening in the early stages. So my biggest fear was rejection. That was my biggest fear starting out because I didn't know anybody. I was a super small fish. I started with zero followers. No one knew who I was or what I was doing. And like I said, no one even knew what a podcast was here in Australia. It was really, really new, which came as a shock to me because I had been listening to podcasts for about 
three years before I started my own every day on the commute to work. You know, I had about 20 minutes, 25 minutes in the car each way uh, on the way to school to, to teach. And that's when I would listen to a bit of an episode, then I'd continue it on the way home. And sometimes the episode was a really long one. So I'd have to, you know, three trips. But that to learn that a podcast was new to people here, that was that was very eye-opening. So I had to justify what it was. And then to do cold outreach to every single person. I'm so glad that I did have to go through that because I didn't, there was no time for fear. You know, no one was going to come and help me. No one was going to say, oh, you should meet my friend, Tracy Harris. She's doing this podcast. No, I had to go through that discomfort. And um, some people might be wondering, well, how did you do it? It was all on Instagram. It was all Instagram DM, direct message. So I would just follow people that I found inspiring, make sure that they were really aligned with the mission and that they were at the very least, you know, a mum with hustle, meaning a mum growing a business or blogging or uh, doing some sort of entrepreneurial venture. And I would reach out via DM. And probably 30% would answer and respond either with a yes or a no, and 70% would ignore me and not even reply. And so getting very used to that and not making that shut me down, like that was that was some good early learning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's totally okay to fail, isn't it? Like, but it takes time and a lot of experience to understand that it's okay to fail sometimes. And it gives us some of the best learning curves that we ever experience in our careers. But I love that you, you know, touched on in those early years that, you know, you were one of the first people, you know, touching on like the podcast and that most people didn't know what it was. Like you were in such a early point in marketing yourself online and marketing yourself on Instagram, like people weren't doing that back in the day. Now it is crazy, right? Like we are in a very highly saturated market of Instagram. It's amazing. And the platform is incredible if you use it correctly, but it can be really, really hard. And I know that you teach this so well to stay in your own lane when it comes to seeing so many people doing so many things on Instagram and thinking, you know, you see the highlight reel of people's lives on Instagram and, it, and that can be really hard mentally. I know personally, I struggled with that in the early years of my business and struggling to see other people do well. And also that self-doubt factor that, you know, you tell yourself that, why am I not there yet? So how do you, as a person at the level that you're at and, you know, how do you find it easy to stay unfazed in that really highly saturated market of like online coaches and how do you stay in your own lane? Mm. I think for me, it comes down to why am I doing this? Like what is the big mission of this business, of this company? Because if it wasn't for the women like yourself, Camry, all these amazing mums in business, 
and what I know can become possible for them, their families breaking, you know, causing generational change for their daughters, for their sons. That's what drives me and that's what inspires me. It's the bigger picture of why am I doing this and why does this truly matter? And you're right. Since I started, Instagram has blown up for the general user, for business owners and entrepreneurs. But even in my niche, there are so many Instagram coaches and gurus and people that you could go and follow that pretty much have exactly the same offers as what I even have. So really choosing your niche is very important. At the end of the day, that's the thing that separates what I do and how I do it and how I speak to my audience and how I stay connected with them. What unites us is that experience of motherhood. We're all experiencing that together. We're building business alongside it. So that's my main niche, my leading message. And so I just I just stay with that because what we're experiencing as women is really unique. We have unique challenges, adversities, time limitations. Uh, when we experience a win, it's like so cool. You know, we want to shatter from the rooftop. So I've made sure that I stay true to serving that community because there's Statistics say that there's roughly just over 300,000 mums in business in Australia growing a business from home. And that's a very underrepresented community. And I just want to lift them up and give them education that meets them where they're at, which is at home with kids running around, make it, you know, accessible on, on their mobile or when they're driving or when they're going for a walk. That's what I want to do. So Everyone else can stay out there and, and, and do their thing and be themselves and serve their communities, but I know who I want to serve, so I just stay in that lane. Yeah, I, you just do such an incredible job of that. And something that was just running through my mind when you were just speaking is how you do such an incredible job of making women feel like they are on that journey with you. Like what you were saying, you don't feel like you're sort of ahead of everyone. You're on the journey with those women because you are still in that stage of life. You've still got two young boys and, you know, you are still in that stage of motherhood where it's not just easy. And I think that women resonate with you so much on that level that they feel like, it's achievable. I know for sure that's where I was like, this is the mentor for me because you showed me that that was possible. You showed me that, you know, you're not up on this pedestal and that's where I have to get to. We are all in that together and we're in this community together. And it just makes life so much easier when you just feel like you have that support around you. And when it comes to standout style, it's way more than clothes, right? Like mm. our confidence and who we are and our life experiences, it, our journey is our own. And when we show up online and tell our story and speak on podcasts and talk about these things in our lives, women resonate with that more than we even understand. And that's where, to me, your standout style is just being who you are 
from that deep core level that you were just speaking about and never really deviating from that lane. Like you, you, you knew it from the beginning and you've continued to just build on it more and more. And you've just created this incredible community of women that from the other side, just adore you and think, gosh, Tracy's amazing. Like I want to not be like her, but I'm just proud to be taught and mentored by her. So when I thought about guests for this podcast, that's why it was so important for me to get you on here because it's way more than, like I said, about clothes. It's about who you are in your own personal journey. So um, thank you for that. I think it's incredible that you continue to share that all the time. But we will switch just a little bit to fashion and style because obviously that's what I'm all about. And I love that style is two sides of the story. We've got that personal journey that we just spoke about, but we also have that physical story of what we put on ourselves every day, how we style ourselves, what you know, makeup we use and hair, like how we do our hair. How would you describe your personal style? And do you think it has changed since you started your online business? Oh my gosh. Well, I think I'm a chameleon because I, I am a Gemini. I don't know much about star signs, but I know a lot of people listening will probably be like, Ooh, that makes sense. But you know, I, and then I just think I'm just like a regular woman also going through the hormonal changes of the month. I don't know if that plays a part in it as well, but there are days where I feel like I want to be more like rocker chic. And then there are days where I want to be fun and flirty and super girly. And then there are days where I want to be a little bit like boho, almost as if I live near the beach, which I just don't live near the beach. But, you know, I want to bring that vibe. And so I think that's what I'm about. I'm all about my vibe, how I'm feeling or how I want to feel. I tend to dress like that on any given day. So it changes. And I know there are some people that are out there, they very much have a, um, a recognizable style, even a capsule wardrobe. I'm not one of those people. I am definitely a chameleon. I dress for my vibe. Has my style changed? Yes, 100%. I used to have everything kind of monochrome. Oh, maybe that was the capsule wardrobe. It was monochrome. It was gray. It was white. It was black. Maybe if I felt daring, there'd be navy. That's how it was. And did I ever wear like a lipstick? Hell no. Definitely not. I wanted to kind of just mute myself or blend in a little bit. It felt so, I felt so exposed and vulnerable enough to be starting a business and putting myself out there online. That was enough. I did not need to now also dress colorful and and big and bold and uh, be eye-catching. So, you know, and even in my career prior to having my own business, I dressed very safe. I didn't experiment. Now I I do experiment. I play. Sometimes I will just go and play with makeup and just, you know, I'm not the best at it. I'll get better at it with more practice. Um, but I find that fun and I give myself time to do that. And I love a bold lip. I want more bold lipsticks. When lockdown ended, I went straight to Mecca and I was like, let me put on all of the little lipstick things on the back of my hand, please. Like I was 
just having so much fun. So definitely I feel like as my own sense of self has formed as I've reclaimed my identity or stepped into a new identity as I've given less care factor to keep this G-rated to what other people may think about me and I just embodied my own personal style, the more fun I'm having, the more my business is growing, the better people I'm attracting into my life. Yeah. I look back, Camry, and I... I, as a little girl, I loved Madonna so much, much to my parents' disgust. I still love her. And then as a young woman, I loved Lady Gaga. And doing all the mindset work that I've done over the years, I look at them and I'm like, well, what is it about those two female characters that I really loved? And it's their embodiment of what they're thinking, how they're feeling, like putting that on the outside and not caring. And yeah, I think for me, style is a little bit like that. Like I'm, the more I grow into who I am, the more daring I'm becoming. Like wearing a hat in public or even online would have felt way too, look at me. You know, when someone wears a massive Akubra hat, it is a statement piece. I rock a hat all the time. You know, rocking big earrings, chunky jewellery, jeans with massive rips in them with a pair of heels. Like it takes a certain type of confidence to to wear those things. And now I'm wearing them not thinking about who is looking at me and what are they thinking. I'm wearing them and I'm feeling alive and I'm feeling like, oh, this is fun. And I think people can pick up on that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Because, oh, I just love it. I feel like we just connected on a next level because oh. Lady Gaga, oh my gosh. You I, love her too? Obsessed, obsessed. So <gasps> oh. just a quick side note, I dressed up as Lady Gaga like really early, early in her career, like when she was brand new, but I was obsessed with her. I dressed up as her as Halloween. Hang on, hang year. on. The poker face with the blonde and the glasses. Yeah, in the blue, in the blue suit, in the black heels. Oh my gosh. Yes. Please share a throwback Uh, Thursday in your Instagram stories to this. I'm going to have to send it to you. Yeah, send it to me at the very least. Don't show everyone else, just show me. Yes, I'll show you. I'll I'll go digging. But so I totally resonate with that because, again, I think it's just that inner like personality that you have that you have these sort of icons in your life and you question okay well what is it about those people like is it because they have this crazy confidence or they just care you know they don't care what they wear and it's just amazing so I love that you touched on that because yeah it's so important for women to especially women in business to really hone in on that and find that confidence about themselves again. So when we speak about confidence, do you believe that what you wear, especially showing up online in your business, you know, we've got your branding images, we're showing up on reels, we're showing up on stories, we're showing up online, like we are kind of got to be everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the new way of business, which is terrifying for most people and really, really scary But do you believe that what you wear, because you're saying that like now that you've kind of have this established business, you really, 
you know, try different things. And I, you totally like nailed it on the head. Your personal style is definitely style chameleon because that's exactly what I thought when I wrote that question. I'm like, she just does everything like you. You're absolutely right about that. So you're definitely on point with your own personal style, which is huge. Okay, good. You... I'm so <laughs> curious to know what you've diagnosed me as. A hundred percent a chameleon. Like okay. one day it's an Adidas full leopard print, like tracksuit. Yes. The next it's gangster. Day, it's like it's gangster one day. For, yes. I love it. But I see, I love that about you, but you know that about yourself, which is so important. But do you think that when you, so for example, you know, live video, scary, right? But you've got to get on there. You've got to try it and you do it so well now. But when you think about what I'm going to wear before I get on that live video, do you believe that what you put on impacts your confidence and ability to show up and speak on these topics that you're so well known to more confidently? Absolutely. And it's part of my process. So not just for live video, but for filming my course material or even any of my free trainings. Like, okay, so a real example is I've done Instagram challenges before. They're usually five-day challenges and each day there's a different lesson that's unlocked. And part of the process is me going to my wardrobe and pulling out and styling each of the five days. So I know what I'm going to wear on on day one, two, three, four, and five. Mind you, I am creating them all in one day. Um, So there's a lot of outfit swaps and different hairstyles and all of that. But it is definitely a huge part of it. If I'm feeling my best, then that comes across. And if I'm wanting to have fun and motivate people into doing something in their business that is energizing, then I feel like I need to dress fun, energizing, engaging. Like I need to have that on the inside, but also on the outside. So 100%, that is a part of it. And let me tell you, that's what a lot of entrepreneurs are doing. My own mentor as well. Like he kind of laughs at himself that he has a personal stylist now like that's not something that he ever thought like he's just a regular dad that makes corny jokes but he has said like he had this personal stylist reach out to him and she styled him for like one shoot or for one one presentation that he was doing I think it was and then after that he's just never let her go because he saw the effects of that with how he showed up as well. And the audience reaching out saying, you know, oh my gosh, that looks really good. Or that matches the set behind you. And, you know, or they're your brand colors and now you're suddenly wearing them. So it is very important. Um, It's not just a, I think a lot of people can have the belief that it's just vanity or it's, you know, it's just clothes, but you've said it. It's so much more than that. It, it has an energy behind it. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that wholeheartedly. And it's funny that you say, you know, that he sort of was like, oh, I'll just try this out and see how it goes. And then the, but the audience recognizes that from their point of view. So 
you know, one example that always comes to mind, um, this was a while ago, but you did a live video and you were in that um, leopard, like tracksuit pant um, top and, and they're matching, but it's very bold, right? Like super, super oh, yeah. bold. And it's you did bold. a live video. <laughs> you did a live video, but like so many people are scrolling online, right? There's so much to see online all the time. And I remember that one video live, I clicked on it and you had that on and it was just so eye-catching. And, but then you start to listen to the words, like we see people visually first, you know what I mean? And, and you do at some point have to stand out in your lane, like in your industry and what we put on and how we wear our hair and what makeup we put on. Those are all really super important things. And um, so I just think it's so important that, you know, the audience understands that what we wear is so, so important. So thank no. you for sharing that. <laughs> you saying that makes me think of, I don't know if you watch MasterChef, but we, we've we started watching again with the kids and they talk so much about visual presentation and plating up and um, the creativity mm. of what food looks like. And they say we eat with our eyes first. And so it, that there is that attraction to what something looks like visually. So if it's a bold print or if it's a, you know, particular lipstick or a hat or earrings or, you know, a, a particular colour, whatever's going on, people are, are noticing. So you may as well show up Own with a bit it. more intention. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just listening to one of my other mentors and she's actually a really amazing personal stylist in the United States. And she was just talking about, you know, as a business owner, you are a walking billboard, whether that's online or in person. If someone stops you and recognizes something that you're wearing or, you know, likes your hairstyle, it's a talking point, isn't it? So it, it opens up that conversation and how you present yourself to the world also shows people how serious you are about yourself, about your business, all of those things. So it's, it is just so important and something that I love to just touch on. And I think that you've just done such a fabulous job of, of learning that through your own career over the years. So a funny, a little bit of a funny story. And I just want to give, I want to ask you just to give our audience a little bit of advice in this area is the first time I met you Tracy was at a mom's or a social methods society meetup yes and I remember um, it 100% yes, yes. <laughs> for those for my audience who doesn't know social the social methods society is Tracy's online membership for moms in business and we got to have our first ever meetup um, years and years ago. And the first time I met you, I think the first thing that I said out of my mouth and I would have been so nervous was, oh my God, you're so tiny. Oh yes. Okay. I forgot about that yeah. comment, but yes. Yes. Okay. So, I remember, do you know, yes. my, the first thing I remember of that interaction was you telling me that you were a personal stylist and instantly I was like, oh, wow. That is a cool thing to do. And you look so cute and put together, but not like 
what you were wearing was not on trend. It was your own style. Like it wasn't a trending thing. It was just like you, you just owned, owned the space. So that's what I remember. But yeah, I remember you saying that I was a bit teeny tiny. Oh, I really hope I haven't just insulted her. Number one, but I just, I'm pretty sure I had heels on. So, but I'm, I'm taller than the average female. So you know, I, as soon as I put heels on, I'm kind of like skyrocketing, but I remember thinking, oh, she's so tiny. So you're littler in person height wise than, you know, you show probably people think online, but being a petite woman. So the majority of my clients are petite women. So that means that you are at least five, three and under. I don't even know what that means. What is that in centimeters? So I think it's about 162 centimeters or thereabouts. Yeah. So then I'm petite because I'm one, I'm 159. So yeah, there we go. So exactly. So, and that can be really hard for women, right? Because there's not a huge amount of selection for petite women. And I feel like they're totally underrepresented because there's just not a lot of options out there for petite women. And I know that because my clients struggle with that. So as a petite woman, what would your best advice be for finding clothes or what's kind of like a fun hack that you've maybe figured out over the years? Mm. Well, it is. I often feel like we're kind of not really catered to at very many stores. So I love a maxi dress and they're always too damn long. So if I find one, it's, I'm going to wear it to death, but generally a midi style dress like if it's described as midi on the model or on the website which means it comes like to her calf her mid calf that's going to be full length on me and I won't even have to go and get it tailored so that's one little thing that I do when it comes to active wear and leggings because I love me some pilates and running um I find that it's more flattering if the leggings fit just to my um, ankle or they just show my ankle a little bit. That's a super cute look. But for me to have that, I need to buy seven, eight, seven eighths leggings in length. So never full length leggings. They're always a seven eighth. Um, And then another little style tip, which I've had to work on my confidence really to do this, but is realizing that as a, a pear-shaped petite, I need to show my legs more, you know, like little mini dresses and mini skirts are great for me. Um, so, you know, I don't want to wear things that go down to the knee. It makes me look shorter. I definitely can't wear like capri pants. that go like just past the knee or skirts that dresses that just go past the knee that's not a good look they make me look shorter and wider um whereas I'm trying to look longer and leaner so the mini skirt the mini dress um and having fun with that so I, I can be a little bit conservative sometimes in my dress sense. If I've got the legs showing, then I don't really like too much of the top half showing. So I, I tend to take that into consideration as well. So if the skirt's short, well, then the top, if it's a mini dress, it may have long sleeves and then have like a mini little ruffled sort of bottom half to the dress. Um, that would be a very typically Tracy sort of 
dress to choose. But yeah, is that the type of little style hack that you're after? Yes, yes. You nailed that, by the way. I feel like you're the personal stylist. No! (laughs) Because you know yourself. You know yourself and you've learned these things though, right? So you've learned what it takes when you get dressed and when you're choosing clothes in store, what you need to be looking for, what's going to complement your body shape, what's going to complement your height. All of those things are so, so important. And you've actually just nailed it. So you clearly know what you're doing. I also Um, want to say to the petites out there, we can wear large, boxy graphic tees. If you're like me, you love a graphic tee. But I do find that I need to roll up the sleeve like once or twice, like just so it's got like a little cuff on it and that looks way cooler. So yes, yes, yeah. On body styling. That's what you call that. So oh, is it? little teeny tiny tweaks that you can make to an outfit that maybe didn't look when you just put it on those little tiny things, you know, tucking your shirt or rolling a yes. cuff or those tiny little things, putting on a, a waist belt, like there's so many things. So Amazing, amazing tips. So thank you, Tracy. Um, just to close out, we will just sort of circle a little bit back to obviously Instagram because you are the queen of visibility, you know, showing up and being visible on Instagram and marketing your business on Instagram. So just to close out, what is your top tip for getting over the fear of visibility on Instagram? I think we have to make our dreams way bigger than any fear. And it's very easy to have a dream, but it's another thing to believe that it's possible for you. And so you need both of those. You have to have the dream. You also have to believe that it's possible and that you're worthy of it. And once that is like an undeniable, like full body belief, then you can have the fear and you can still do it scared. But if you've got the fear and the fear is bigger than either your dream or if the fear is bigger than your own self-belief or your own worthiness to achieve that dream, the fear is going to win every single time. I think there's a big misconception out there that people like myself, people like yourself, Camry, are somehow immune from feeling the fear or maybe we've gotten over feeling afraid. No, we still feel anxious or afraid or we still have our days where we are a bit shy or introverted. But the dream, the mission, the self-belief, the worthiness is bigger than the fear. So we can still show up. We can do it scared. So I just want to encourage everybody to set those big dreams for yourself, surround yourself with people that also set big dreams and have the courage to go after them because you will tend to embody the same energy and beliefs that those individuals have. So pay attention to who your friends are. Are they dreamers? Are they pessimists? Are they complainers? Or are they like, yeah, let's go get it. Do they celebrate things in life? Pay attention to who's around you. And if they're not around you in your everyday life, go and find a supportive community online because the world is huge and there are amazing, amazing communities online like the one Camry's building. So, you know, when you find that community, don't let them go. Yep. That's why I haven't let go of my online community, which you so amazingly have created. 
for the past four years. So I just want to say thank you. And for those women who are listening, where is the best place to find you and to possibly join that community? And um, yeah, where can they find you online? Well, if you are a mom in business and even maybe hearing that, maybe you're like, oh no, I'm not. I just have a hobby. You'll change if you hang around people that think and act like a business owner. So even if you're still at the stage of feeling like your business is a hobby, come along and follow me at Mums with Hustle on Instagram um, or go to tracyharris.co to learn more about, you know, the Social Method Society that Camry is a part of or the Mastermind or listen to one of the, oh my gosh, it's like over 310 episodes now of the podcast, like create a new daily habit for yourself, pop on the headphones, put on the sneakers, go for a walk, listen to one episode or a few and, you know, create a new routine for yourself and you'll start to change. You'll start to change the way that you think, the way that you feel about yourself and what's possible. And when you're ready, come and join us in the Social Method Society because we'd love to welcome you into that that family and support you with the education, the training, the collaborative community and, and all of that. Um, so yeah, tracyharris.co and Mums with Hustle on Instagram. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your style tips today and just your whole story. So I know how many women this will touch and help and for being my first podcast guest that's amazing (laughs) well you know I have to give you a compliment that's probably one of the most fun interviews I've ever had so refreshing great questions and a really cool topic it was so fun for me I don't often get to talk about that sort of thing but I am interested in it so I'm delighted thank you thank you I appreciate it see ya see ya how amazing was that podcast thank you for listening to tracy's amazing stories and all of her incredible advice i'm just so honored that she was my first podcast guest i just want to let you know that i will be launching a very new program called standout style very soon for women entrepreneurs and women in business who are looking to level up their game when it comes to presenting yourself to your audience in a way that resonates with them but also really shows that you are totally serious about your business and you're ready to really take a step forward in looking your best and figuring out your own style blueprint so if that is something that you're interested in please head over to my website camryhill.com can subscribe to my email list, send me a DM on Instagram at Camry Hill Styling and let's get chatting. It's going to be a really incredible program and it's going to be small to start out with. So don't hesitate to get in contact with me and see what's going to be happening in that program. Till next time.